0: Welcome to Creators Abroad. Today is our last Career Blitz episode. From next week onward, I'll have officially transitioned into Creators Abroad. For those of you who don't know, the Career Blitz series is still part of Regeneration Studio, and it's made up out of shorter episodes exploring a day in the life of a job to help you understand what career possibilities are available to you. However, as I'm doing a complete show overhaul, I've decided to end the Career Blitz series for now. My guest today is Mike Weeks, who has previously been on the show. He's a yoga instructor and founder of the Yoga Mike Group. And this interview is a perfect bridging episode into my official Creators Abroad trailer, something I never even did for my previous podcast, Regeneration Studio. Before we get into the nitty gritty of what to expect of the yoga industry, I wanted to point out that Mike is exactly what I would term a creator abroad. Even though he has subsequently returned to his hometown in the northeast, it was his time spent first as a personal trainer in America and then in India studying to become a Mysore yoga instructor. That sparked his entrepreneurial fire and inspired his vision to create a yoga business, teaching yoga to children in schools. You can listen to Mike's fascinating journey from England to America to India to England and how that changed his mindset and life in episode 33. But for now, let's take a tour of the industry in general and hear what Mike has to say. Over to you, Mike. Can you just briefly introduce yourself, your background, your values and why you became a yoga instructor?
1: Certainly. So, yes, my name is Mike and I run the Yoga Mike group. Uh, my background is very fitness and sport orientated. Value wise, I've always enjoyed helping people and having a, a really holistic approach to fitness. But also the most important value for me is, is making it real to everyday people, i.e. yoga for all. I got into yoga almost by accident really and fell in love with it really really quickly and because i was never massively into yoga prior to this prior to becoming a teacher my my kind of view on it is that i want to reach other people that are maybe on the fence about yoga to get them inspired to actually go off and and start their own practice and their own yoga journey as well
0: great and before you tell us about a typical day of teaching yoga can you maybe just tell us Any other professional or other careers that you have tried before going full-time into yoga?
1: Certainly. Uh, It's quite an extensive list. So (laughs) I've had quite a diverse background from I was trained to be a physiotherapist at college. I also did a business apprenticeship where I was a a buyer and a purchasing assistant. Uh, I worked in a bank for a while. Totally random things these. I was a fitness instructor I also was um, like a, an assistant in a leisure centre for a while. I was a personal trainer and a primary school teacher, of course. Not forgetting that. Um, I was a primary school teacher as well. And, and now I run my own yoga business, which focuses mainly on working with children, but also working with adults as well.
0: Okay, amazing. That's such a diverse background. And then, of course, you did eventually decide that yoga is your real passion now. For people who are interested in this career, what is a typical day like teaching yoga, online, offline? Tell us about your day.
1: Sure, yeah. So, typically, um, when I'm when I'd be delivering yoga sessions, that would usually be be on an evening at kind of a, a peak time, I guess. Mm-hmm. My day-to-day things, there's a lot more background work, I guess, goes into. The class in terms of marketing yourself, making sure you're getting your your name and your brand out there. I think I think a lot of people think yoga teachers maybe spend all day just doing yoga and meditating, and then just spend the evening just teaching yoga. But like I say, there's a lot of marketing to get your your name out there. I think because yoga's exploded to such a degree, there's a lot of yoga teachers now, which is great, but it also means there's a lot more choice for people out there. So Ultimately, for people who want to get into yoga, they're going to do a Google search and, you know, if if they like the look of the teacher, they're probably going to go to them. So you've got to you've got to be heard if you want to get your classes out there. Also, typically through the day, I might be um, writing some plans or I tend to do workshops fairly often as well. So I like to write about specific workshop plans that I'm going to do and then obviously then advertising them and getting them out there. Uh, meeting with venues and getting suitable environments and building relationships up with the different venues because they can really help promote and push Mm -hmm. your name out especially if you're in like a community center as well that would be a a typical day probably pre-covid times Mm -hmm. i'd say a typical day now a lot of my focus is on the online platform and i'm i'm doing a lot of the a lot of the editing of films and things like that so it's quite a contrast really because i had to learn how to use like adobe premiere pretty quick Mm -hmm. and edit films and um so that i can then put them online and and then it's a case of learning all new skills on how to how to market to a much broader audience online so that's typically what i'm doing now and then also still building relationships with different venues for the projects that i was doing prior to that to make sure that when things go back to to normal if you like we're all set up to, to get back into those those venues. So that would be a typical a typical day, I guess. Okay. Quite quite two, busy.
0: Yes. Sounds that way and then you've got those two versions and loads of different skills that you have to learn as well. Now, you've got your typical day. What is the part that you enjoy the most?
1: I think the part that I enjoy the most is the network and relationship building side mm. of things. There's a few people I'm working with at the moment on some different projects and I absolutely love that. I think because the only only kind of downside to self-employment that people don't necessarily think of is that it can be quite lonely sometimes. Mm -hmm. You know, we take for granted when we work in a big organisation and we have our lunch breaks with colleagues and when that's taken away from you, it's not something you think about, I don't think, going into self-employment. I didn't think, oh, I'm going to be lonely working on my own. I thought this will be great. This is peace and quiet. But actually... I missed that, so yeah. I think building relationships with other people and like especially creating something from scratch. So if I'm starting a new project, I absolutely love that and planning it out and then working with that person and it and then watching it kind of grow into something yeah. that's and that's my favorite.
0: Does it also involve obviously the interaction you have with the people you teach?
1: Yeah, definitely. I mean a, a lot of my classes I try and make really sociable, really kind of light-hearted, not too serious. Mm-hmm. So, even though I haven't experienced that much at the moment with my physical classes, like there's a class I teach in Ingleby Barwick, and I love it because when people come in, they'll spend 10, 15 minutes all chatting to each other, and we'll, it'll be like this social thing. Mm-hmm. And I love that because part of me thinks, well, I helped create that, I helped facilitate that. Yeah. And I love seeing everyone coming together and socializing. And mm-hmm. that's what I want it to be about. You know, I want people to obviously come and do yoga, but people are more inclined, especially with the cold weather and stuff and the dark nights, to come and do yoga if they know there's going to be a social element to it. You know, they're going to go and see people that they actually like. It's not too Mm. serious. They don't feel uncomfortable. So I love bringing that
0: all together. Great. And then the hardest part of the job, the job where you, uh, the part where you go like, oh, let me just do this and get it over and done with.
1: Yeah. I think the, some of the hardest parts are when you kind of, working working with schools and the 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 admin side behind it Mm because schools are quite difficult to get in touch with because they've got so much going on themselves and you might need an answer from a school i i'm coming in tomorrow who am i working with and it's that interaction to get get to speak to them that can be quite difficult and certainly one of the hardest parts as well is if like schools obviously at the moment are, are cancelling and changing because of everything going on yeah. so it's that it creates an uncertainty and then that naturally you, you start to panic a little bit because you think what am I going to do now and you, you start thinking I need to find something to replace that and then you might not do it properly you're just setting something up for the sake of it so yeah. sometimes that can create a little bit of panic and I think that makes the job quite hard sometimes is the uncertainty
0: yes yeah. yes and that's the same for just like a regular instructor who's perhaps not involved in school instruction the yeah. uncertainty of
1: not knowing always yeah I mean I think um, I think when I'm thinking back to when I was teaching yoga sessions a lot more I think um, it can be quite frustrating and it's hard to not take it personally but you shouldn't do is in the winter and things when mm-hmm. things quiet enough yeah. you know you don't get as many people coming that can be quite disheartening mm-hmm. you've set all this up and two people turn up and yeah. you're like oh no but you've got to take the positives from it I think
0: yeah, yeah. definitely so someone's now kind of convinced they, they want to become a yoga instructor. According to you, who would enjoy this kind of job?
1: Um, I think if you're quite, um, I was going to say quite a flexible person, but no pun intended there. <laughs> but if you're, if you're quite flexible in your own mindset, in the sense that you have a, a flexible schedule, because I think that's one of the biggest things, because there's a lot of people out there who really thrive on a real strict schedule of work you Mm -hmm. know a nine to five or whatever and i think that's great some people enjoy that if if that's what you really enjoy and you you don't enjoy the flexibility of working loads of random hours um then it might not be for you so i think yeah someone who's who's willing to accept that the hours might change a bit you might be working certain evenings and unsociable hours from time to time so you know maybe someone who's got that that ability where you can work lots of different hours i think would, mm-hmm. be, would be one of the biggest ones yeah right
0: and then in three words or maybe a few more why are yoga instructors important to society why do we need them if you take all of the yoga instructors away what's going to be the effect
1: i'm trying to do it in three words there that was, <laughs> okay, don't that was worry more about, difficult don't worry I thought we were no way. That's impossible. <laughs> I could try, but um, no, no. I'm just gonna say. I was thinking whether or not to say this or not, but I think without yoga teachers, the world or the country, it's it's preventing the world from becoming too westernized, and I think we need to to make sure that we bring ourselves back to our roots and where mm-hmm. we have come from. From an evolutionary perspective, yeah. we get caught up in in our jobs and and our careers and our money and we forget actually when we strip all that back what have we got and i think people forget i think we see that in covid when when everything got taken away from us people went well what am i going to do and it's like well once upon a time we didn't have all these things Mm -hmm. let's just be so i think yoga teachers show us that you know we can just be
0: yeah amazing Thank you. That
1: wasn't three words, sorry. No, that that was actually
0: so good. I, I shouldn't have said three words in the first place.
1: That was silly Challenge for me. Challenge right. Challenge,
0: And then just to wrap this Blitz pod up, a quick word of wisdom for someone, anyone just looking for a job, a new job.
1: Okay, so I think don't be afraid to fail. I think it's much, that's a bit of a weird one, but I think it's much better mm-hmm. to, to try. I think we um, we paralyse ourselves because we we worry what's gonna happen. And I think that stopped me taking the leap for a long time. I was so concerned, Mm -hmm. well what if I fail? But just have the mindset, well, if you failed at least you've give it a go. And actually you're probably going to fail. Like Mm -hmm. if you look at incredible businesses and incredible humans on this planet, you know, both in our life and, and past life They've made tons of mistakes mm-hmm. so go into it going i'm probably gonna mess this up a bit but i'm gonna muddle through it and i'm gonna give it a go go for it don't try and perfect it
0: brilliant thank you so much mike and <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> uh, thank you for your contribution no problem to listeners thank you for listening to the show go ahead and Check out our other episodes, and if you'd like to support the show, hit the subscribe button or head over to Instagram to say hello at creators.abroad. You can also share this episode with a friend or leave me a rating and review to let me know what you think. Join me next time for more narrative journeys of Creators Abroad. P.S. Don't forget, next week will be the official trainer of a whole new and exciting journey under our new name. See you soon.